Actors, we've all got issues, so let's talk about them. I'm Juaniala, and welcome to Actors with Issues. Each week, we bring you interviews with actors from across TV, film, and Broadway, taking many deep dives into their careers and getting into the successes, the struggles, and of course, the issues that they face as actors. That's enough about us. Let's dive into the episode. Today's guests are three of the stars of The Play That Goes Wrong, currently playing at New World Stages in New York City. Please welcome to the stage Adam Petherbridge, Trevor Braun, and Brent Bateman. Adam, Trevor, Brent, thanks so much for being here. Welcome. Yeah, thanks Thank for you. having us. Thank thanks you. Having us. Yeah. So uh, firstly, um, hats off on a terrific show. I did get to see it a couple of weeks ago and was just laughing nonstop. It was very, very needed. Um, so I'm curious, before we uh, dive into the issues, have has anything gone wrong that was not on the queue list <laughs> so far? Have you guys experienced any any types of mishaps in the show that are not scripted? I think that uh, with any show that performs live eight times a week, there are going to be things that go wrong every single time the show performs. Small things, little things, but big things too. Our show is so rife with moving parts that, of course, those things happen. Uh, but because of the structure of our show, we're able to get away with it uh, when it does. We can play it off as part of the show mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. Uh, do you guys want to address anything specific about that? I mean, there's so many things, little things, you yeah. know, that the gun fell apart on stage. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that happens all the time. Um, pizzas, pieces of the set every now and then. The last week, I think I've had three different times where I've had to pull something that's been half broken fully break it so that it doesn't <laughs> potentially hurt anybody and then throw it off stage kind of candidly whenever i can <laughs> yeah i mean and, and even with things as small as like like i've like fumbled over lines and like you know can't get it out of my mouth and it's it's just great because the audience actually eats it up like they love it. It, it it makes for an even more sort of like authentic experience for the people watching so Mm -hmm. yeah they're constant <laughs> it's rare but for safety's sake we occasionally have to hold the show uh for things that you wouldn't think would stop the show but they are safety concerns for instance when uh large pieces of the curtain are meant to fall down uh and they don't well that means that big piece of heavy set is just sitting there without anything really holding it so for safety's sake, we actually have to hold the show. And it's funny how our actual crew coming out and fixing the set gets <laughs> the biggest laugh of the night. <laughs> yeah, because the audience is like, of course this is happening, you know. <laughs> of course, of course. And uh, looking back at any of your past um, theater experiences, what comes to mind as maybe the biggest mishap that you've experienced? I've had props roll off stage uh, <laughs> and into the audience. We're just like, well... Well, I, uh, a couple months ago in November, October, early October, I uh, broke a rib doing the show um, and didn't know that I had had, had a, a broken rib, but I, I basically had had small stress fractures and I kind of opened them up by accident uh, while we were doing the show. So I did the last two-thirds of the show with a broken rib <laughs> and, <laughs> so that's that's the biggest one for me pretty big yeah yeah we had a situation and it's since been resolved with our you know our our trick stunt platform in the show 
where it went from its, you know, it 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 falls very safely in in at three different levels, and this is uh, just after we reopened from the pandemic. Um, you know that machinery wears out, things things break down on the motors and the brakes, et cetera, et cetera, and it went from its full upright safe position all the way to the floor in in one move and of course we as actors weren't ready for that and that was a that was a very scary ride the just like if you are crashing your bicycle everything turns into slow motion you know that that tiny thing that took about three seconds to actually happen seemed like five minutes where a million thoughts go through your head uh, you know, I have to keep all this furniture from going into the audience. Mm -hmm. I have to protect myself. I have to protect my fellow actors. All of those things somehow managed to pop up in your head within within three seconds. Um, that's probably the biggie for me on this show. And of course, that's since been resolved. There are multiple safeties in place as a result of that little mishap. And fortunately, no one was hurt during that as well. Uh, I'm I'm relatively new to the show in comparison to Brent and Adam. So uh, a lot of the sort of major mishaps that have occurred have happened luckily when I'm not there, but it doesn't escape me that I'm constantly afraid of them occurring at any moment. So, but luckily I've avoided some of the, some of the big ones, but I am hopefully prepared for if they do ever come around. <laughs> have a little bit of uh, an informal kind of group bet together that if we can get through eight shows in a row where absolutely nothing goes wrong, then we all get to kind of treat ourselves to a special meal or something we'll go out and celebrate. And I think over the past three weeks, we've been trying to track. I don't think we've ever gotten past maybe two in a row where I think we, yeah, we maxed out at smallest, two recently. You know, <laughs> the smallest thing counts as it, it didn't go completely according to plan. So, you know, the smallest little hiccup, someone's shoe falls off or something like that. And that's, it brings us back to zero. <laughs> Hit the reset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Brenton, you mentioned, so you were with the show um, since before the pandemic? That's right. I uh, I was a part of the original cast at New World Stages. Mm. So we're coming up on uh, our 1000th performance uh, very wow. soon that we've been in that space. Awesome. And Adam, what about you? How far back do you go with the show? Uh, I started in 2019, the fall of 2019, with the national tour of the show. Um, and then we were shut down in March of 2020. And then I rejoined um, this company as a emergency cover um, a around a year ago. Uh, and then a few months later, I, I stayed on um, permanently as Dennis first for a few months. So I played the Dennis character for about four months. And then transitioned back into to Max, which is what I've been playing on tour. I've been doing that now since uh, since September. Gotcha. And Trevor, you joined recently. You just said, uh, how long have you been at the show? Yeah, show? it's been like it's been about four months now. I started like mid September of 2022. Awesome. And um, you know, I'm a firm believer that with every role you have, whether it's um, like a, a two line co-star on TV, or obviously like the lead of a show that there's always a lesson to be learned in the process. So what would each of you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned being part of the show? Mm, there are many. Mm. Uh, I think that the main thing that I carry with me, and this is a good thing, just sort of in general as an actor or artist, is to be as fearless as you can. Uh, that's what this show has taught me that 
you can hype yourself up before the show and and if you think about it too much you, you won't ever enter because you're so terrified of all of the things that can happen to you out there how not just dangerous things but foolish things you you don't want to you don't want the joke to fall flat you don't want you don't want to slip and fall you you, you so there's this freedom that comes from letting that go and understanding that the best art comes about when you just run full force right into it and and don't worry about looking like an idiot don't worry about your dignity because that's where the real humanity lies mm. I think which is a lofty idea for a silly farce but i think that our show has a lot of heart in it because of that because of these yeah. uh this ragtag group just per persevering like it's the human story of no matter what happens you can finish it you can do it you can you can complete the task yeah i think i i think i i, I would have said uh the end result is the same basically what brent just said but that the trust is a trust is a huge part um huge lesson that i've learned is just to learn trust the process trust yourself trust the people that you're on stage with um because then you can really just let it all all hang out and uh you fail a lot along the way um but that failure is is where you get all the good stuff from i'm a, I'm a firm believer in ten thousand hours that theory and um every every minute is another step towards ten thousand hours no matter what happens in that minute yeah for something that something that i think Dennis, the, the kind of the character has, has taught me and I've learned from him is approaching stuff with like an open heart as much as possible. And even the things you might not understand and the things you're kind of inexperienced with, if you just, you know, come at it from a perspective of like, I'm going to try my best no matter what. And it might, you know, really end up badly and I might end up bruised and broken, but hey, you know, I'll... I'll I'll, I'll hopefully have a new group of friends and I'll hopefully walk away learning something new. And even if I don't, you know, at least I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> or concussed or with a broken rib or any yeah, exactly. you know, all of the above. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, and with the name of our show being Actors with Issues, um, what comes to mind as a um, an issue, a career obstacle, anything that you have um, experienced in your careers that you could shed some light on for our audience of uh, young actors? Well, I think I think maybe the biggest thing 
that our industry struggles with from my point of view is access. Um, I think there are a lot of good actors, great actors, um, who never get an opportunity to showcase um, what they truly have because it's hard to let everybody have a moment. It's mm -hmm. hard to give everybody a chance. And I think we end up with a lot of uh, the same people getting work and the same, you know, theater companies hiring the same people and, and that kind of stuff, you know, having, having their go-tos and that kind of stuff, because those people are great. And I've worked in a lot of those theaters that do that. And I've been that go-to for a lot of theaters. Um, and obviously just with our show, I mean, you know, it's so much better and easier for us to have somebody who's already done the show to come in rather than finding new people. But, uh, when we can give people that, that access, that moment, um, to showcase what they have, uh, then I think we end up profiting um, a lot more from it, you know, and we, we end up with success, like having Trevor join us, you know, he wasn't here a few months ago, had never even seen the show a year ago, right, Trevor? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, now we get him every night and he's amazing. Um, so I think that, I think that access thing has always been a hard, hard uh, bit to navigate mm -hmm. in our industry. You get called upon, you know, it, it, so many of us have worked sort of the blue collar round of regional theaters, uh, you know, nonprofit theaters, all that sort of stuff where you're making, you know, you're making your equity weeks and, and you're and you're a professional actor, but you're not you're not financially thriving as a result of your craft and everything that you've invested in. But there's this stamps that you're lucky to get that kind of work and the truth is, is that you are because it is really rewarding work um what i'm often asked you know having been in this little gem of a show for you know four years now is well okay so what did you do and what i did is completely arbitrary and meaningless compared to any other actor coming up my path is a very specific path uh, I'm lucky that it led me here, but it wasn't always pleasant. It was a lot of hard work. It was a long time. I'm older than everyone else in the show. It took me a long time to get here. And for me, I would say to anyone who's curious about how I got here, just don't don't worry so much about that. I'll answer any question anyone asks me about my advice and, and this and that. But everyone has their own path. And I think that in the long run, it's perseverance that pays. It's, you know, it, it, the, the business beats you up. It's a, it's a very hard business. Uh, it's impossible to separate yourself from the product that you're selling. You are the product. Uh, so you've got to be healthy about it. You have to not disconnect those things, but not get personally offended when you're not chosen for every job that you audition for when you're not chosen for 90% of the jobs that you audition for, when you're not chosen for 99% of the jobs that you audition for, which is the actual number. It, you have to find a way in your life outside of acting to feel good about that. I always encourage people, artists especially, to take in as much of the world as they can as a normal human being. Find love, find passion elsewhere, and bring that into your art.
that's my little bit of advice for the up and comers. Yeah, that's been a huge recurring theme, especially in the early episodes of our show and this, the summer of 2020 was people realizing like I realized that I had no hobbies or, or, or nothing to keep them occupied um, apart from that constant hustle of, of acting and the early morning uh, cattle calls and and all of that, and especially for actors here in New York. And um, people realize how bad they were at taking care of themselves, too. Now that they finally had all the time in the world, they were like, oh, I was not. They would work out just to look good, to look good on stage. It wasn't necessarily for their health or for their well-being. That was, that's been a huge, a huge theme for us here. Um, yeah. And uh, Trevor, what about you? What comes to mind as a, an obstacle or anything that uh, you can shed some light on? Yeah. I mean, going off a little bit of what Brent said, like, I think the, this idea of comparison and and constantly like looking at looking at oneself and and putting it up against this idea of what we think success looks like i think what we see in the media is you know kind of a very small percentage of what the reality actually is and like i can't even count on my hands the number of times you know you go home to family gatherings and they're like oh what are you doing what are you working on and they think you know if you're not Meryl Streep or Pedro Pascal in the new HBO show, then you're not really actually a working successful actor. And so I think just remembering that like, if you really love to do this, then any work is work that's worth doing, you know? Because, you know, even an audition, going into a room, having three, four pages to read, changing, changing your point of view from, going in to get the job, but rather changing your point of view so that it's three pages that I get to act. And if that's what I really love to do, then those three pages, then I'm getting taxed. It doesn't really matter what else or, you know, what this person's doing or how many jobs this person is booking or, you know, how many jobs I've, I've booked or what I missed out on. Because what really matters is that I'm doing what I love. And I feel like that's what life is really all about because it's pretty short. And we don't get that much time. So you just want to be happy and ha have have fun when you can, because the world can also be a kind of a dark, scary, sad place. And so just try to make it a little brighter and, you know, more joyful for yourself if you can. If you had this sort of a back to the future moment and we're going to put time paradoxes and all of that to the side, pretend nothing is affected in the future. But if you could give your 13 year old self a piece of advice, what would you say? I would probably just tell myself that it was all going to be okay and work out. I mean, my 13 year old self was in a, was in a darker place, um, that I don't think I realized until later. Uh, and it was actually acting and the training and learning how to kind of access my own life as part of my craft, um, that kind of illuminated that for me. Um, and so this path actually ended up being the thing that kind of helped me become me and the best version of me. Um, and so I probably would just tell myself that it would, that it'll, it'll work itself out. I would, I would tell 13 year old Brent to learn how to play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that's something that I, I always regret now uh, is not being a really good 
instrumentalist in some way. Uh, I understand music. I sing a lot, uh, but I would love to have a, a deeper understanding of of music theory and an ability to translate that to my fingertips. I bet it still feels like magic to me. Uh, I'd say, um, well, first things I just say, like, calm down because I'm a very anxious person. So I just like, okay, just like chill for a sec. Uh, but then after that, once I'd like maybe sat down, uh, I'd probably say uh, the parts of yourself that are different, the parts of yourself that are unique are not the things you should shy away from or be afraid of, but are the things that you should embrace um because the weird sort of quirks you have the the things that you maybe are trying to hide are actually what make you special and make you shine awesome and uh before we go we always wrap up with a, a quick game called the now that we know you since we've gotten to chat with y'all for a bit um so we're gonna go in the round so brent fill in the blank mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. i weren't working in the arts i'd be a fly fisherman a fly fisherman interesting <laughs> Uh, Adam, what role have you had the most fun playing? The present one aside. Uh, the present one aside? Yeah. Uh, um, probably Daverin in Shadow of a Gunman at uh, Irish Rat. Uh, Trevor, what is the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh my gosh. Um, best advice I've ever gotten. Um, uh smile my mom you know just smile up there give him a show <laughs> brent what is the worst advice you've ever gotten uh you have to do it like that person mm. Mm. <laughs> adam if you could have dinner with any actor dead or alive who would it be robin williams good choice and uh this is for all three of you uh, lastly, in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? Don't be so hard on yourself. Hmm. Believe in yourself because you're the only yourself that you got. Say, be honest with yourself. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat with us. And again, congrats on such a great show. Um, so everyone who uh, is listening, everyone tuning in, you can all uh, see these lovely gentlemen in the play that goes wrong playing now at New World Stages. Um, it's an open-ended run, correct? Like there's no, is it, so you guys are just on forever until they say otherwise? <laughs> That's right. Yep. Fingers Both crossed, baby. A few weeks before <laughs> we close. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, also, I mean, the, the franchise is expanding. So I know that there's already like the sh there was a there's a TV series uh, the that they did in the UK and uh, Peter Pan that goes wrong or Peter Pan goes wrong uh, coming very soon to Broadway. So everyone make sure to check that out as well. I'm curious, though, before we go, would any of you if they decided one day we're going to do the musical that goes wrong? Are you guys there? Would you yeah. dive in immediately? <laughs> a thousand percent. A thousand percent. And I've got lots of great ideas. <laughs> Cover in by Brent Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we go on social media, if any of our fans want to give you guys a follow, where can they find you? I'm uh, at uh, adam.petherbridge on Instagram. That's my main social media. I'm at Trevor Harrison Braun on Instagram. And I'm at Brent A. Bateman on Instagram if you want to follow a really boring account. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome. And folks, you know the drill. You can find us at Actors with Issues on Instagram. Follow me at Juaniel Official and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes every single week. I'm Juaniel. This is Actors with Issues, and we'll see you next week.